Welcome back to Sad Girl Hours. I am putting Mr. Tim Zipperstein on the spot. Pussy farts. I fucking hate you. Well. Now that we got that out of the way, what's up, assholes? <laughs> well, um, obviously this is not a podcast for kiddos, so <laughs> sorry you didn't get a disclaimer before that, but as I say every time, you should just know by now, especially if you see the name Tim Zipperstein on any of the episodes, be prepared. Can't you, like, through your distributor put, like, explicit? Oh, I do. On every single one. Yeah, I feel like nobody with a five-year-old is going to be like, I feel like we should listen to some heavy shit today as you're, like, watching Thomas the Tank. To be fair, I guess, yeah, I guess the content that we cover isn't always, like, yeah, you guys definitely should not be listening to this around kiddos, but that's okay. Oh, if you listen to this around your children, you're <laughs> terrible. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, my God. So we were going to have a cartoon advisory on. He is an artist, an insane artist. I will be posting some of his work. So we're just kind of winging it. Oh, shit. He read the message. Oh, word. So we're going to try and get him tapped in here. Uh, here shortly, so we're just kind of gonna do a comedy sesh. I don't know what the fuck you would call this. I wanted to talk about how Tim got called out by my tarot cards this past week. Man, I couldn't fucking believe that shit. Well, and Tim, if you know Tim, like, the idea of reading your cards, I was just like, I have zero idea of what to even expect out of this, because you're such, (laughs) like... (laughs) what the fuck is going to happen. And it's funny because the tarot cards were super nice to you and like sucked your dick off pretty much. Yeah, dude. And then I don't know if like my spiritual ancestors, if I have any of those were like, Hey, we're going to like build you up for a second. And then we're just going to like punch you in the dick. That's kind of what it felt like because everything was like, you're such an awesome person. You're so giving, you give out all your resources. You're always looking to help. You're just incredible. You're a mentor. You're all these things. <clears throat> but sir, we really need to talk about your fear of relationships. <clears throat> I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> relationships are fucking and terrifying. He, he asked specifically. The funny thing is, is because I tell everybody that I read for, you know, if you have like a question in a specific area of life, like, cool. If not, we'll do a general reading. And he was like, I want to know kind of about my love life. Oh, no, it was. So what should we talk about? Or what should we ask the cards about? I'm just like, love life. He asked for it, and then they were like, okay, we're delivering. Um, Stop being a pussy. Yeah. It was hurtful. (laughs) And then the fucking, like, affirmation cards, I'm sure they were nice. I don't even remember those. Which, on that note, anybody who has reached out to me to get readings done, thank you guys so, so much. Oh, I found him. Did you find him? Yeah. What did they say? My fearless freedom lights up the world. I choose to learn through love. Yeah. The universe has my back, which like that. After what those fucking Oracle cards did to me, I refuse to believe that. They do have you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just love that they came for you. You asked for it. And like, 
So to those of you who don't know Tim, but you are like into astrology, his moon, sun, and rising sign is all Scorpio. Five out of my 12 placements are in Scorpio. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I have a Scorpio rising, and I have a couple other placements of Scorpio, so I can understand it, but all three of those, oh, yeah. Tim. Definitely had women that like see my chart and they're like, huh. <laughs> I'm going to leave you on red. Yep. <laughs> Which if you're listening to this podcast and you did that to me, it's kind of hurtful, bro. Kind of hurtful, bro. You didn't even try. <laughs> Just looked at my fucking birth uh, chart and was like, you ain't even a- You ain't even asked my favorite dinosaur. Nothing. <laughs> That's fucking great. I wish pregnancy on you. Well, I've already caught that, so. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, thank you to everybody who reached out for those readings. It really helped me with my practice and with learning, and it was a really cool experience to be able to read for just other people because I really only do it for, like, my inner circle normally, and I don't charge for readings. I don't. What are you laughing at? (laughs) Well, it's crazy because, like, in real life, you don't know how to read, so, like, I can't stand you. You can barely stand with how pregnant you are. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, I told Tim before we started recording because, uh, shout out Black Void, they just dropped some really dope merch and they have a crop top hoodie. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I want one of those, but I can't wear crop tops anymore because I look like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Like that, and that realization hit me literally last night because I put on one of my shirts that used to like be not even a crop top, like it barely showed my belly, and now it's just Winnie the Pooh status. Has your belly button popped out yet? Oh fuck yeah! It's, <laughs> yeah, I have an Audi now. That's I've never funny. Your belly looks like a titty. It looks like a titty. Yeah, I have. Cute. Yeah. What's your child's name? We haven't decided yet. Oh well, We're hi having- child. We're having a hard time choosing between Faya and Ophelia, which Logan yesterday was like, I'm thinking Faya, and then he sits there for a second. He's like, but I really like Ophelia. So we could be super extra and name her Faya Ophelia Rain Stenseth. Please, <laughs> please pick a name that your child is going to be able to spell. Because I, your child is going to go won't. into first grade and look like a stone-cold dum-dum. I won't, I'll practice with her beforehand, and she doesn't have to use both of her middle names, but I don't think we'll actually do that, just because it is How a lot. How many names does your child have? That would be, well, but if you look at, to play devil's advocate, like, um, a lot of people that are Catholic, they have two middle names, because they have their given middle name, and then they have their, I don't know exactly what it is, but, like, your, your middle name for. Right. When's the like, last time you, like. Step foot in the Catholic Church. Well, I'm not saying for me. I'm just saying there are people out there that have double double middle names, and it has been since I was like 10 years old, to be so honest. My dad's side of the family, my biological dad's side is Catholic. So I've spent some time in Catholic churches. I've spent a couple times in a Mormon church. I, yeah. Have you ever been religious? Yeah, dude. Really? Yeah, when I was in high school. um, What? I was in, I think it was like, not history, but it's like world studies. <coughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. And we all got assigned different religions. I think mine was Buddhism, so I learned about that. I love Buddhism. And I was like, 
this shit's kind of dope. So I should learn about religions. Mm-hmm. So like I went to a Mormon church and was talking to whatever the fucking dude. The bishop. Yeah, the bishop. Yeah. Went to a Catholic church, talked to them. I went to a synagogue, talked to. You pulled an easy A. Yeah. And just went. No, this so was like. So what is th- your stance this, on. No, this like wasn't even for the class. This is just because I thought just it was interesting. See, and I, I've had that random curiosity too. I feel like if you're not raised in a religion, it, like at some point, like, and maybe not, but for me, like there was a point where I did get kind of curious about it. And oh, dude, I went to a youth group. Did you? Yeah. S- see, I went to like a couple church activities with some friends because like growing up in Utah, like a lot of the people around here are Mormon. So, and you yeah. have missionaries coming around here too. And you'd think that they wouldn't focus so much on Utah, but they do. So that was when I kind of started being curious because I was nice and sat and talked to missionaries for a little bit. And to the point where I was thinking about doing the steps to get baptized. And my mom was like, okay, if this sticks until you're 18, then cool, you can do it. Like, whatever. But, like, until you are 18, like, I'm not comfortable with you getting baptized under any sort of religion because I want you – she just wanted me to be – aware of the beliefs and really like understand things and I'm so glad that she was not just like yeah sure do whatever because I mean my dad still is technically registered under the LDS church because oh, he's I, baptized I got homies that have to ha- that have had to send like cease and desist letters to the Mormon yeah. church <laughs> yep yep I don't think my dad's done that yet because they still have him on the registry and he's like borderline atheist like I so I, he doesn't actually, like labels. This could be so interesting. So where do you sit on religion? Like, what the fuck do you think's going on? So, I personally have an issue. I have an issue with organized religion, kind of, just because if you look back at the history of just general Christianity, we talked about this a lot with Shelby when she came on the podcast. But like witchcraft, like, has never. There's never been a group of witches that have gone out and tried to colonize or murdered people to get people to believe their beliefs, whereas a lot of organized religion has. When I started getting more into spirituality, I didn't even realize, like, there were other options outside of, like, an organized religion. Like, I really didn't. Um, So when I kind of discovered that, because even though Hinduism and Buddhism, like, those are religions, um, they're a lot more spiritual and... Um, I haven't dived like so deep to act like I know everything about either one, but I'm pretty sure it was Buddhism that they follow the noble tenfold path. And that was the first thing that I ever found when I was looking into that stuff, which I might as well pull it up for you guys, for anybody who's curious, because like I would say my beliefs fall within Buddhism and Hinduism, like a little bit of mix of, Hmm both but also like I practice witchcraft so it's the noble eightfold path not the tenfold path well you're doing two extra steps so you're like extra buddhist yeah so (laughs) so the noble eightfold path starts with the right view so understanding suffering understanding its origin understanding the way leading to its cessation right intention Um, intention of renunciation, intention of goodwill, intention of harmlessness, um, right speech, abstaining from false speech, abstaining from slanderous speech, um, 
right action, abstaining from taking life, abstaining from stealing, abstaining from sexual misconduct. Um, <coughs> to a lot of you motherfuckers out there. Um, right livelihood, giving up wrong livelihood on one's... I'm having a stroke. Giving up wrong <laughs> livelihood one earns by living the right livelihood, right effort, and then right mindfulness. So, like, it's really just all about, like, being a good person. But, like, that could also be said about the satanic temple. Yeah. I just think a lot of times, like, I don't know. I just, my issue with religion is the fact that, like, you're always, like, at the mercy of God. Like, you have to do all these things and if you do something wrong you have to repent and you'll be forgiven and I'm sorry but if you go out and rape and murder a bunch of people I don't feel like if you repent all of that that you it should just be like okay you're gonna get into heaven which none of us knows what happens after this anyways I don't know why you would want to get into heaven anyways like there's not many people that like from my family that I'm like you know I want to hang out with you again (laughs) I think I saw a post that was like, um, to all of you LDS people, um, spending eternity with you does not sound like a selling point that you think it is. No. <laughs> and I was just like, that's great. Because, I mean, thinking about it, so Lucifer was an angel. Yeah. And him and a lot of his followers were smited out of heaven and kicked out because he didn't agree with some of the rules that were being placed. And I resonate with that. So they're like, it's just kind of like, is Lucifer really bad or was God a power hungry motherfucker and didn't give a fuck about anybody else's views and was like, if you don't align with this, goodbye. Like, I don't, I don't get down with that kind of stuff. I think everybody has right to practice what they want as long as you are not harming others or yourself um so and it's it's what you've seen like the biblically accurate angels right i don't think so bro oh it's no wonder they were like be not afraid (laughs) these things are terrifying if that motherfucker walked up to me and was like be not afraid i would shit myself (laughs) So hard. I'll have to post a picture with this episode. Send me a screenshot of that because that thing is terrifying. Like, if that shit rolled up on me, I'd be like, no, no. That looks like something people would see on like a DMT trip. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah, I've never even (laughs) looked into any of that at all. There's a Christmas tree topper. Oh, my (laughs) God. That's fucking, that's extra shit. Yeah, like. Imagine that shit rolling up on you, and the, the first thing it says is, be not afraid, but it doesn't have a mouth. Just telepathically is speaking to you. It's fine. Yeah. No it's big fine. Deal. No big deal. Yeah. It's no wonder life expectancy was only like 35 back then. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> what is your stance on religion? I would say I fall into agnosticism. See, and I don't explain... Oh, so agnosticism is like the in-between of religion Mm -hmm. and atheism. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, where I feel like I don't, I'm just a fucking idiot. Like, I don't know (laughs) enough about either side to say one side's right and one side's wrong. Something is probably happening, but it might not be. And I'm okay with either. Yeah, 
Well, and my thing about it is like, because I just think of it like, to me, God and the universe, like, and all of that, that's the same thing to me. Yeah. So, like, I don't have an issue. It was actually really cool. I um, got to kind of connect with more of Logan's side of the family because we went out to Page, Arizona for his grandpa's memorial. And this one side of his family, they actually live up in Logan, but they're LDS, but they're super awesome people. Super sweet, very non-judgmental, but they come from California, so they're a different breed of California. Of <laughs> had a party. And that's where you get pulled for California. copyright infringement. Had a party <laughs> in the city. <laughs> Sound just like him. But I was talking to her, and she would just—I had never met his um, his uncle or his aunt before, and she just. Knew that I lived in Utah, asked if I grew up in the religion, and I kind of just let her know, no, like, definitely more spiritual, um, that kind of thing. But I explained to her my view kind of of how, like, me speaking to the universe, I feel like, is no different than them praying. And, like, it doesn't have to be this split, like, divided thing just because we don't use the same verbiage when we essentially are, like, doing the same things. And what's really interesting about... Any type of organized religion, especially with them kind of going so against witchcraft and rituals and things like that. Every time you go to church, you are consuming the body and blood, quote unquote, of Christ. That is ritualistic. When you are praying, you are you are setting out intentions. It's no different. Like I've seen people, um, this actually was something that came up on Twitter not too long ago, but like a lot of people um, that do are religious in one way or another will like get their book, their Bible, their book of whatever. I know there's book of revelations, all those things, but like some people <laughs> will just like randomly flip through the pages and just let it fall wherever it falls and then read what it falls on to kind of give them like some sort of nugget of knowledge or whatever else. That's no different than pulling a random tarot card. Yeah. It is literally no different. Um, you are still practicing very similar things, but it's the fact that they won't acknowledge how similar these things are and the fact that everything that they do has kind of been taken and appropriated from paganism. <laughs> it just blows my mind. So what I'm understanding is witchcraft is religion, but with black hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. I know Shelby is li- going to be listening to this and just be like, fucking Tim. Um, <laughs> I love you, Shelby. That's fucking great. But yeah, no, that's really kind of how I feel about it. I didn't grow up in religion at all. So, and yeah, like, it was never. Like, my mom was pretty like, she would like talk to me about religion because she did kind of the same thing I did. She was part of a Catholic church. She was part of a Jehovah's Witness church, part of a Christian church, and like did the whole exploring of mm-hmm. shit. She's like, if you want to go to church, cool. Do your fucking thing, dude. Word. Yeah. That's what I did, and I was just like, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of dumb, and I don't know enough about the universe. And I feel like if I can... Yeah. <clears throat> I look at it like if I can put one side or the other, if I can put God in a box mm-hmm. and feel like I totally understand it, then I have no understanding of it at all. Yeah. And it's a lot easier. I sleep a lot better at night being like, it's cool. I'm I dumb. I don't need to know. Yeah, it's I'm fine. dumb. 
Just I, whatever. Yeah, as long as I'm a good person and I can, like, go forth and, like, make my immediate community a better place, I'm cool with that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and my thing is, is, like, people who don't believe in, like, some sort of higher power or even aliens, I kind of don't understand it because of the fact that... But even, like, Are believing you? in nothing is still believing in something. Kind of, yeah, yeah, because it's a belief system of, like, everything is kind of chance, there's no rhyme or reason, and that things just are what they are. I feel like that kind of, like, the, um, what the fuck is it? Uh, I can't remember the specific word for it. Nihilism. Word. Nothing matters, but because nothing matters, everything, everything matters. matters. See, and this is why I don't pin myself down to any sort of anything except for witchcraft, because that is something that I practice on a day-to-day, but as far as, like, all these different views... Well, and you get to make it Halloween every day, and that's fucking dope. (laughs) (laughs) It's exhausting, though. Like, staying on top of everything that I want to be doing with my craft, like, it's a lot It's a lot of work. It definitely takes a lot of energy. Well, yeah, you gotta figure out if you want to talk to, like, Boogie Boogie or Jack Skellington that day, Sally. (laughs) Sally. (laughs) I love that you brought that up, because our baby shower is Nightmare Before Christmas. I know, I saw it. It's gonna look so cute. It's gonna be cute. I'm so excited. We're... I am 27 weeks as of yesterday. That's it? We have 13 weeks left. That's not shit, dude. That's coming so quick. I feel like you've been pregnant for four years. And I feel like I've been pregnant for only a couple months. Like, it's gone by yeah, so quick for me. Yeah, for you, it's been me. like eight minutes. It's Well, and I'm grateful for that, because I know some women that are like, I'm so ready to be done. This is dragged on, and you I don't feel that way. You know what the fucked up part is, though? That, like, as fast as it's going by now, it only gets faster when I they're know. here. And it's going to be sad. One day they look like a fucking alien. The next <laughs> they have eyebrows. It's fucking weird, dude. Oh, uh, that's then, fucking great. And then they're just waking you up being like, Dad, you stink. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I know. Once our child can talk back to us, like, we're going to be in trouble. Yeah, dude. You, in trouble. You and Logan both are smart asses, so, like. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I'm going to teach your baby to say fuck. <laughs> He's already started on that. He'll come over to my belly. Say fuck. Yeah, now say fuck. But really, though, like, I talked about it with Shelby. There was this video I saw on Facebook, and it, like, starts with this girl in her bedroom, and then it just kind of zooms out, and it just keeps going and going, like, all the way out to her hometown, the world, like, all the way out to the universe, like, and it just goes and goes and goes and goes. And it's only, it only expands to what we have knowledge of, of the entire universe, right? But it is so crazy because it, puts into perspective that we are like this little blip in this huge ass universe that I just, I, I 110% believe that there are other things, other beings, other somethings out there, which to the point now people can argue with me, but the government came out with it in the middle of COVID. Not that anybody gave a fuck. Cause we were all like, yeah, we know assholes. <laughs> like that shit's still my favorite. Cause they were like, yeah, there's been aliens and everybody's just like, boo, saw it on the <laughs> X-Files. <laughs> We are aware, sir. Quit trying to distract us. What the fuck is up? And they were supposed to release everything that they have, and now they're kind of like, kind of like one of the bills that they were getting ready to pass had to do okay. with giving all of us that information. To put it into a, a, pers- a perspective you might understand, when you release a mix and it doesn't get that much hype behind it, you feel kind of <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to wait on this next one. <laughs> 
That's I'm gonna wait till crazy. people are a little more excited. So I imagine somebody in the government was like, "Yeah, they didn't get enough shares, dog." To be fair, I mean, they're like, maybe that no, that's not gonna get them to do like what we want. So we'll leave they it alone. fucking said that the universe is a fucking egg, <laughs> and I'm gonna make out with it. And I'm g- <laughs> well, and it's just so. Which I don't understand why Demi gets as much hate as they do. Like it's actually well. really. I think it's sad. I th- I think it's sad. I very much empathize with them as a person. Um, but they had an experience out in Arizona like years ago, and so they decided that they wanted to learn more. And there's actually a show about it. I think it's on Discovery dot org or something, some shit like that. But. It was the last episode that really got me and was really like, holy shit. But they even had um, ex-Navy on there. This guy, he was super, super, super high up in the Navy. And um, he was actually part of the squad um, that was chasing. There was a video that came out. It was the video that the government released of that little blip going in and out of the water. And they were trying to chase it. He was part of that. And he even said, you know, like that and just the ones that have been released are one of very, 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 very many encounters that we've had. And like that just kind of speaks to humanity's hubris that we're just like, we see an alien mm-hmm. with like wild fucking technology that we can't even comprehend. And we're like, get him. Well, and it's because we want to weaponize it, right? We want to utilize that technology so that we can still be in the power position as Americans. Well, That's yeah, one I of the biggest reasons why the government doesn't want to release stuff. Well, yeah, if I can go to Planet XJ-13 and steal some cows, why wouldn't I? <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Um, but this uh, Navy guy, he uh, it got to the point where... It, they just kept seeing stuff and he kept trying to bring it up to his higher ups and was like, no, we need to investigate this stuff further. Brought it up to every, took all the right channels, all the right avenues within the military that he could take. And he just kept getting laughed at and laughed at. And eventually he lost his job, like 40 year career of very well-known, very respected man. And they booted him out. And then years and years later, they come out and they're like, yeah, no, this shit's real. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that poor man, it was really sad to see because he was just like, I lost everything just because I wasn't willing to let go of what I had seen. And he was like, we're skeptical people anyways. Like, when you're in the Navy, like, you're skeptical. You're trained to be that way. Yeah. So it was just interesting to kind of hear from him and then watching the last episode of it, they went out to Sedona, which I would love to go there. Because there's just, like, a lot of spiritual aspects to that area, but, like, a lot of UFO-type stuff goes on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the cactuses also practice religion out there. They definitely do. They're very rooted and in tune. Boo! (laughs) Ugh! Oh, my God. I hate you. (laughs) I don't like that I'm laughing at that. Speaking (laughs) Speaking of laughing, the other thing that happened, Tim, yesterday we were on the phone... And he was like, if I knew all I had to do to pull Megan Fox was say, I am weed, I would have been using that line years ago. Oh, bro. And I fucking died. I'd be a fucking polygamist. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Like, MGK saying that shit, like, I read it and was like, this seems like a shit post I would make. You know who he looks like? Have you ever seen that video of that Swedish band that's like, 
I can't even like replicate it. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Dude. Fuck, I wish I knew what that was called. I would play it for you guys because that shit's fucking hilarious. But he looks Vitus. like that guy. Vitus? Yeah. Oh, no. Am I going to find this? Yeah. I have a remix of it that I played at Sky. No, you didn't. Yeah, that shit slapped. That's horrible. Is Vitus the name of the guy or yes. the song? And he's wearing like a fucking, he looks like an alien. <laughs> I feel like I should be more inclusive towards ec- extra testicles. This is not a sponsored ad break. Only pay for what you need. Yeah. Liberty. I could do a commercial. <laughs> this is my first time using this Bluetooth. <laughs> I cannot. Where's the part? God, what that mouth do though, sir? <laughs> Yo, That's I bet horrible. He, I bet he goes down on a woman and she just explodes. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys seriously have to see that video if you have no idea what I'm talking about. Just look up Vitus, V I T A S. It's literally the very first thing that comes up. Me and fucking Serena were on a kick of that specific video for like two years. You and who? Serena Brandon. Oh, I was like, Mother- that's me. Duh. Motherfucker. Shout out Serena. Yeah, fucking boom. The only other Serena that I know of out here. Both, both of you fucking suck. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. With love. Love and respect, but you suck. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great. Um,. So we didn't even really touch on it in your last episode when you came, but I thought that this would be another good thing to kind of talk about. Um, you actually are diagnosed with bipolar. Yeah, bipolar 2. Bipolar 2. Do you, are you familiar with the differences between type 1 and type 2? Because I'm not as much. Kind of. My mom was uh, bipolar type 1. Okay. And she was a lot more prone, like Logan, like mm-hmm. when they become manic, they're a lot more prone to being angry. Yeah. And it switches a lot quicker than mine. Interesting. So you don't, do you get that anger side of things when you're manic or like, what does it look like? Mine more roots itself in like anxiety. And because I have anxiety, like I feel super energized. Right. But because of that, it also gives me anxiety. That's hard. Yeah, dude, it fucking sucks. It's exhausting. Well, and because I think the people who just, like, meet you or come in contact with you or just, like, know of you, if they don't know that, they would never guess that you have bipolar. Because I wouldn't have. Yeah, no. I would have never even caught on to it. So it kind of seems like, and I mean, you are older than us. That's why you're dad. (laughs) Yeah. So you're going to be. Bro, I'm going to be 31 soon. That's wild. (laughs) 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 Somebody's going to be listening to this and be like, that gag sound is making. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, you guys. <laughs> you guys just, yeah, you guys just need to know that every time Tim's on, it's it's a party. Yeah, something gross is going to happen every time <laughs> I'm on here. Oh, why is my chair so damp? Shut the fuck up. Squish. Squish. <laughs> splurt. Do you guys understand why it would have been hard to give him a reading? I'm talking to him about his bipolar, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> well, because they say that a lot of times, especially in men, like the symptoms of bipolar get a lot worse as you age. Oh, yeah. Was like that? I've noticed, so from like, we'll say 17 to about 25, I definitely aired more on like the depression side of things. Okay. And I thought I was just like, I thought I had depression and anxiety. Right. And, and then I saw, was. and then I saw a therapist and he's like, well, you know, those things are both like symptoms of bipolar disorder is there anybody in your like immediate family that was bipolar and i'm like yeah just my mother my mom was bipolar type one he's like huh you don't say so when you're switching between like depression and anxiety about how long does it last i'm like about like a month or so Mm -hmm. like "Hmm." (laughs) (laughs) sir but not even like taking medication and shit like that Mm -hmm. it it definitely raised the floor of my emotions. Like, my depression wasn't nearly as bad. But the flip side of that is it also, like, lowered the ceiling. Right, so your of highs m- weren't as high. Yeah, and, like... That makes sense. I would rather deal with off and on being sad and anxious mm-hmm. than feel nothing. Yeah. Because I know how to process and, like, deal with being sad and being yeah. anxious. I, I don't fucking know how to deal with nothing. Yeah, that's, like, one of the hardest spots to be in, I feel like, emotionally, is when you're just, like, in that numb state. Because you can feel that even without being put on medications, Yeah, you know? So, and, I mean, but you've done a lot of extensive therapy, too. Oh, yeah, I was going to therapy weekly for a year and a half, almost. Word, yeah. Well, and we even talked about that kind of in our Divine Feminine and Masculine episode, um, where, like, men kind of have a harder time with, like, taking those steps a lot of times. Yep. So why do you feel like that is? Do you think it's like a masculine thing or because did you have a hard time with going to therapy or were you just kind of like, whatever? I finally got to a point where I was just like, I need some fucking help. Yeah. And I know the guy that's in charge of my brain and he's full of shit. (laughs) And if I don't get some help, I'm going to like drive myself insane. Yeah. And so going to therapy taught me to like, it's okay to feel these emotions, but you need, like, positive ways to deal with them. Yeah, positive outlets. Yeah. Like healthy a, coping A support habits. system. Yeah, that helps. Which, that was another thing you got called out for in your cards, is, like, allowing people to help you. Yeah. And, like, asking for which help d- if needed. Which, like, I doesn't make sense, because I do. <laughs> That's good. But I don't, I don't ever see you asking for help. Oh, yeah, because I don't Is it because do you don't need it? Well, no, it's because I don't ask for it publicly. Well, I guess that's fair. Like, when you see people making sad posts on Facebook, like, I don't want to, like, go through my memories a year, two years, five years from now, think about how, like, shitty I was feeling. Yeah, I can understand that. I'd rather rather look at 500 promo posts than one. And shit posts. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. All the shit posts. Oh, yeah. That's fucking wild. And, like, shit posts that get directed at me. (laughs) fucking calling me a hoe (laughs) you are kind of a hoe i am a good (laughs) christian man (laughs) no you're not 
It reminds me of that post I tagged Haley in. People think you're a player because of your looks and the shit posts on Facebook, but I'm really just a good noodle. Her response was even better to that. I wonder if I can find it. I hope you guys enjoyed having Haley on because she cracked me. Did you listen to that one? Oh, yeah. Did it also catch you by surprise when she was like, use my last two brain cells for sucking dick the last six months? I was like, oh, my God. No, I was like, that's my Haley. girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yeah, Haley, I tagged her in that post about being a good noodle. And she was, I was like, why did this make me think of you? And she's like, because it's freaking true. Curse this voluptuous ass and A1 taste and shit posts. My heart is just as squishy as my thighs, damn it. So if you're looking to take one of my best friends on a date, she has squishy thighs. A nice booty. You know, it's crazy because she has like pretty good taste in shit posts, but like horrible taste in men. And I feel like uh, that's uh, backwards. Uh, uh. And if you thought I was going to come on here, Haley, and not roast you. Oh, oh she knows. You, oh, how you were wrong. Oh, she knows. She's going to see like the title of it come up and just be like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's fine. I love her so much. Uh, you just released a new tune. I did. Shit was tight. Sh- should I play some of it for them? Yeah, show them. Show them the second drop, though, because I feel like it, I like teased the first drop for like You did tease the first months. drop a lot. Yeah. Oh, my ear's itchy. Oh, that's nice. That's interesting. <laughs> Where do you think I should start it? Let me see it. Like, uh-huh. I'm at like two minutes in right now. Oh, God. I don't know where it's at without the waveform. Oh, wait. Got it. Turn the volume down. Oh, shit. Fucking outro is my favorite. Because it doesn't even go for like a full 16 bars. <laughs> well, and it's funny. Wait, there's a part coming up right here. Yeah, that, wow. little, that little last bit's my favorite part of the song. I love that. <laughs> Just that one little yep. snippet. Yep. That is called Guillotine. You can follow him on SoundCloud at Vertex, V-E-R-T-E-K-Z. And Cartoon Advisor actually did your artwork for that, too. He fucking did. And he slayed that shit. It's so dope. I'll have to link that in the description for you guys. Are you on Spotify, too? Yeah. Word. Word. If you search Vertex, you'll see my dumb fucking face. (laughs) Oh, wait. Where's where's the press kit? Where's the press kit? Oh, I finally put one together. 
Look at the title of the picture. Uh, Say it out loud. Clown. (laughs) JPEG. (laughs) That's fucking great. I love that so much. But as you can see by like my bio that got read last time and clown.jpg, I absolutely take myself very seriously. So serious. (laughs) Well, that's one of my favorite things about you is because you are like, you do have so much knowledge and so much just like roots within the community and so many different things that you have your hands in. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't act like. People have hands in me. Oh my God. Like I'm a Muppet. (laughs) well but you don't ever act like oh I'm better than you or oh I'm this or like you don't ever like act like you're this like big deal even though you are you're kind of a big deal well dude it's like I was saying last time like the people that actually have clout most of the time don't even don't actually have it don't even think about it yeah I mean well and it's even at sky when I was there when was that Thursday I was talking to somebody and they're like dude you were one of my favorite DJs coming up, and, like, it's dope that I get to be your friend, and I'm just like, yo, that's I'm cool. I'm just some guy with SoundCloud, man. Word. Well, and that's, <laughs> like, my view on that stuff has, like, changed as I've done more stuff. Like, obviously, I don't have my own music out, but, like, not before. Yet you don't. Not yet I don't, but we are working on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I very much kind of put artists on pedestals and like all these things and the more of them that I've met whether they're local or they're bigger artists the more it's like these are just people just like you and I just doing something they love and they they just they put their bras on one boob at a time like the rest (laughs) of us oh my god but is that that not how you put a bra on I not no not me oh yeah (laughs) nope they both Clasp it from the back and then just lift them up both at a time and good to go. Unless so you don't have titties. So it's like you're putting on a backpack. But kind of. But for but boobies. For boobs. A boob pack, if a you will. A boob pack. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, it's fucking hard work having this gigantic brain. But I, I persevere. I wish you guys could see the look <laughs> Just. <laughs> I fucking cannot. Um. But even, like, I don't know, I feel like, what are your views on, like, because you'll see a lot of people, even people that aren't in Utah, like, artists that I've seen in Denver and other places, like, it seems like a really big issue right now is, like, booking the same people over and over again for shows, like, keeping it in this small little, like, bubble. Why, why is that? So, one thing that people, especially... With COVID happening, a lot of the lineups you're seeing right now are the lineups that were supposed to happen in 2020. We talked about that, but I'm meaning more so like the local, like local, local shows, not ones that have like bigger artists. I don't really fault most of the locals for playing repeatedly and like promoters booking them more than once. No. Simply because they have, a lot of them have like followings. Word. Yeah, that's a big thing. And, like, it's kind of like a good business move to be like, hey, this person brought out, like, 60 people. So we're going to bring them back out. Yep. Yeah. Why that makes you? sense. And this is why it's so important <laughs> to support your friends and the smaller artists because mm-hmm. it, once we get bookings, if we have more people out, then we're more likely to be booked again. Yeah. 
which is wild, but it makes sense actually. Yeah. I didn't really look at it that way at all. Or even with like headliners, like a lot of the big acts that you see now, a lot of the smaller acts are on the same either management or talent agency. Word. So when a promoter pr- approaches them and says, hey, we want to book artist A, the management mm-hmm. will come back and be like, you can, but you also need to book B, C, and D. Word. Okay. That makes a lot more sense yeah. to me, for sure. Well, and it's probably... Like, if you look at, like, an EDC or uh, Ultra, especially, or pretty much any, like, big electronic festival, a lot of them are on, like, you can pull, like, three different talent agencies from the whole lineup. And, like, a couple, sense. like, stragglers here and there. Yeah. Really, though? That makes sense to me. I'm sad because I was going to try and play another show before I got too pregnant, but I don't, it's just, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I feel like you would be exhausted. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just just listening to, like, hearing yeah. you out of breath just thinking about just it. Just talking, yeah, yeah, literally. You would be a sweaty fucking mess. Yeah, well, and because we went down to Fear Factory and uh, my dad had the owner on his podcast, Spencer, he's super awesome, but I asked him because they have DJs. Just was curious, like, what kind of music they're looking for, if it would be a good opportunity. So any uh, DJs that play, like, top hits kind of thing, um, let me know if you want to apply for that, because I was going to, but it's four hours. They don't book, like, multiple DJs, which makes sense. There would be no point in doing that. That's what I just did for a wedding. See, and I am not to the point. The idea of playing four hours makes me want to die. Bro, playing (laughs) that wedding was the easiest shit I've ever done in my life. See, you could slay Fear Factory. Dude, I didn't even, like, I didn't really mix any tracks. Nope, just transition into the next. Didn't even transition. Nope. Song got to a quiet part, and I was like. Play. Play. (laughs) Channel down. (laughs) Like, I fucking mixed Livin' La Vida Loca into the cha-cha slide, and people lost their fucking minds. In my fucking, like, almost, what am I at now? How old am I? 30? In my 11, almost 12 years of playing, I've never gotten a crowd reaction like that. Word. That's wild. And for it to be a wedding? Yeah. (laughs) Those people got fucking crunk to the cha-cha slide. That's how I would be if, like, the Cupid Shuffle came on. Oh, yeah. Did you play that? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That was my shit for such a long time. I can't. That song came out when I was really young, though. Well, yeah, you're, like, six. Yeah. In dog years. No, just kidding. See? I still... Did you see that stupid fucking Elenium jersey that that guy was wearing around at Los Lands. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was trying to connect the jersey with the hat that he was wearing, but I don't understand. Did you read his hat? No. So it said, if anybody, <coughs> excuse me, I was told that I needed somebody of the LGBTQ community to explain this to me. I don't know why, but it basically, his hat said, in dog years, I'm gay. T- what? And people were, like, saying that the hat with the jersey of, like, fuckillennium essentially, like, played part in one another. But I'm like, how does that make sense? So every seven years you're gay? Is that what you're saying? Like, I don't get it. So, and when I asked somebody to explain it to me, he was kind of (laughs) rude about it. I was like, well, I'm confused. I just want to (laughs) know. 
Tim's, I've never seen you so confused. <laughs> huh. In dog years, I'm gay. Okay. <laughs> I know there's a joke here. I just don't get it yet. That's what I'm, like, that's what I'm saying, which... And jokes can sometimes kind of fly over my head. Like, this girl posted a picture. Yeah, because you're like five shut three. F- shut up. Most conversations fly over your head. No, they don't. Uh-huh. I'm not that stupid. That's something. No. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no. Not the way I was going with that. My pregnancy brain just fucks with me. Because, like, regular-sized people and you're miniature. I hate you. And a conversation, like, between regular size. Wow. See, this is what I mean. Yep. <laughs> that just went that. so. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I have a bridge I can sell you. <laughs> I can Are you okay? <laughs> no, <laughs> I am not okay. Literally, I woke up so late today and I stayed up way later than I was supposed to. My energy levels are in weird places because my child is hitting growing spurts. So like all of my nutrients is just getting sucked out of me. So. I literally have two brain cells that are working right now. Maybe one at this point, honestly. And, like, <laughs> three-fourths of them are your babies. Yeah. Just going directly to her. It's it's fine. It's all good. I just picture your brain cells just, like, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. And my stomach is starting to do that, too. It feels like there's no more room left. And I'm like, how is there 13 weeks less left of this? Like, where are you going to go? Pregnancy's beautiful. Oh my god, you guys. It's scary. It's funny because you're gonna like bend over in the shower to like try to shave your legs and just fart. I can't even bend over anymore. Yeah, yep. I know. That's not nope. Not a thing for me. I I've been having a hard time getting my socks on for the past like two months. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting to you that need point. One of the, you need one of the sock putter on her things. I've heard about those actually. Yeah, you might Dude, we (laughs) We got technology for a reason. We have the technology. And most of that reason is so we can fuck it. Oh, my God. (gasps) That's fucking great. Well, I don't think that we're going to have cartoon advisory on today, which is okay because this was a fun little conversation. He was actually in the process of moving. Yeah. And he, like, lives in Florida, so, like, I'm not sure what the time zone difference is, but I'm assuming he lives in, like, the twilight zone of Florida. The Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, pretty fucking much. They're two hours ahead, but, yeah, so he um, will make sure that we get him on another time, but I will still link his, like, Instagram and stuff because you really should go check out his work. How have we been talking for 51 minutes? I feel like we talked about nothing. It has, it's kind of been just like a fuckery of like whatever, yeah, literally whatever, which is kind of what I was like, well, we can just record and bullshit and it'll be a nice (laughs) breakup, especially because, um, November is, we have some, cause we're recording this in October still. Like we haven't even hit Halloween yet. Um, get freaky's coming up, which is going to be insane i'm trying to get hired on to work that just so that i can go also if you're like listening to this and you go to shows i feel like you should go to the virtual riot show absolutely when is that uh the 27th yeah this will be out before the 27th of november no oh well then that plug was worthless i feel like if you (laughs) went to virtual riot you should have told the person on direct support that he's 
dumb cute. <laughs> I feel like if you went to the virtual riot show, you are dumb cute. Yeah. That's fucking great. But yeah, um, <clears throat> so November, <laughs> our first episode of this month was really, really... I hate using the word heavy, but just Maribel's story and everything that she talked about within her episode, it spoke to a lot of realities and truth that a lot of families unfortunately go through. And I just want to give a really quick shout out to her for being so brave to come onto a podcast to share her story because that was her first time ever really like talking about it which I was very impressed with and she was kind of utilizing it as a way to let her family know what has happened and it like I just can't even fathom the amount of strength and courage that it took to do that so um extra shout out to her for coming on and trusting us with her story um so since that was a pretty heavy episode um I think that this is a nice little breakup. That's kind of how, like, it's been <laughs> that's working. W- that's what I come here for is just, like, comedy. Fuckery. Yeah. Because I don't, like, like I've said from the very beginning, I don't want everything to be super heavy all the time. Like, I don't. Like, I want to have fun on here still. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like you've kind of, like, you fall into the trauma porn category. Trauma porn. <laughs> that's so sad. It is sad. <laughs> well, that was the whole a point. A few of the episodes, I'm just like, fuck. Well, and I don't realize how heavy a lot of them are until after the fact, and I get the reactions, or I listen back, and I'm just like, whoa. Wow. Yeah, but I think dude. it's important. I think it's really oh, yeah. important Ab- stuff to be talking about. Absolutely. It doesn't make it less heavy, though. No. Unfortunately. <laughs> like, that's why, like, I definitely need these episodes, where it's kind of just having a friend on and just bullshitting and just talking. I mean... I feel like my um, episodes are definitely. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> I agree. It's always fun having you on. And obviously this will not be the last time that you guys hear this shithead's voice. Oh my God. Sorry. That was wow. Loud. Yeah, I know. That was aggressive. I know. I'm being kind of aggressive. Um. <laughs> how, how are you like forgetful and aggressive? <laughs> Um, there it is. I'm a I Pisces saw. sun and Scorpio rising. So huh. there's that. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> I had a Gatorade this morning. So <laughs> Mercury is almost out of Gatorade in two days. Huh. Thank God, which by the time this comes out, it'll have passed and be said and done with. But I hope you guys uh, survived that one. Okay. Cause it's been a rough one for me. Just like energy-wise and emotionally, it's just been a, a lot. So I hope you guys are prospering well. Um, anything else? I'm not going to do the what. What? So where <laughs> do you think your music career is going to go? Me? This yep. Is, this will be f- I don't know, actually. Let me, re- let me rephrase the question. Where would you like it to go? Hmm. Honestly? Where I would like it to go is I just want to get to the point with my knowledge of producing where if I hear something in my head, I can sit down and build it out. Yeah. Like, it's not even so much like, yes, I want my career to flourish as far as music goes, but I'm not. What's the word I'm looking for? 
I don't know. I didn't get proficient. Yeah. And I didn't get into it to just all of a sudden get clout and get put on lineups and like do all this stuff. Like I very much just want to learn how to make music just because I want to make music. Like I just, that's all I want. So really the biggest goal for me, because I was supposed to send those to you and I never did. Yeah, I know. I know. You're such a good manager and I I suck. (laughs) But I think, because how many goals did you want us to do? Three? Yes. Okay. So for the next year, was our timeline? Yes. Okay. So within the next year, I want to play a Black Void show, obviously, after Baby. I would love to play for them. Play with Baby. Mm-hmm. Play with Baby. Well, that's why. I, I guess like, that's technically what you're doing now is like. Yeah, I've played with you're Baby. With, a, you're with Child. Yeah, yeah. I played. Um, she got to play a show with me at the yard. Um, um, so I would like to play for them. I would like to just in general have a better understanding of production to the point where I'm able to start working on stuff Mm -hmm. like and actually have stuff built out because I feel like intros I can do okay with like they're not anything crazy or anything but like intros I kind of am okay with it's drops and dude I have the opposite and you're the opposite yeah Yeah. like I can fucking if I can make an album that was just drops I would be ecstatic see and that's why like I think learning like the best way for me to learn would just be uh sitting down and working on a collab and just like doing that because then I can watch what you're doing have you explain it to me but we get to both be part of the process plus um Logan and Haley I feel like it would be good for me because it would kind of slow me down I could see that well yeah because (laughs) when you're showing us stuff sometimes you're like and this and this and this and this and it's like him but what is that yeah but what (laughs) help me (laughs) <laughs> so um your last two brain cells are just on that treadmill going <laughs> i can't keep up <laughs> papers so, are flying fucking everywhere li- literally so to have even just something worked on that's like going to be put out within the next year even if that doesn't come till the end of next year i don't care i'm fine with that yeah um and then what do i want for my third one hmm. why are you looking at me i don't fucking know i don't know I, in the next year, hmm. I would like to, obviously, uh, most of the stuff that I'm going to be gearing towards is just learning, producing, but, like, also playing for V2 in some way, shape, or form, because I did actually have the opportunity to do that. I had the opportunity to do a back-to-back with Haley for Vanek when he came, um, And that story is actually really weird because, like, I kept just feeling like I shouldn't take this opportunity, but it didn't make sense to me why because it's such a big opportunity. And I thought it was just, like, my own self-confidence of, like, not being as super familiar with the BPM range we were going to have to play or the really, like, melodic type of stuff. Even though I, like, play a lot of melodic stuff, I don't do it in that way in that BPM range. So I thought it was just, like, a self-confidence thing like a skills thing and then the night um because I ended up just telling Haley she should play on her own um and then the night that Vanek actually came and the show was um I was spending the last day with my dog Chance and he passed away the next morning so it was really kind of crazy to like see how much I do need to listen to my gut feelings more because like that, like 
I wouldn't have suspected at all because he was fine. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have suspected at all that that was what I was going to be dealing with that night. So I'm kind of grateful for the fact that I decided not to play that show for that reason. But obviously, I would love an opportunity to play for them, whether it's at Sky or opening up for one of the festivals. Like, I think that would be super fucking cool. I would love to do that. But you guys understand why I have you do this, right? Hmm. Why you have the goals? Yeah. Because when you have something like... Nope. No? Nope. I didn't even... Okay, tell me wait. then. So, in your witchcraft stuff, okay. you set intentions, right? That's literally where I was going with that. But oh, well, okay, we, you were wrong. You. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys see what I deal with? Yeah, dude. But no, it's like I was telling you, like, anytime you feel off about something... Mm-hmm. I am never, ever going to force you to do something you're not right. comfortable with. Absolutely. Because I've been in positions where I've done stuff where I'm like, hey, I don't think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And it fucking and wasn't. It wasn't. No. Yep. It did nothing for my quote unquote career. Mm-hmm. It was a waste of my fucking time. Right. And a waste of my energy. When absolutely. I could have been putting that to things I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like balancing like – my confidence in my skills with where my skills are actually at, plus the type of opportunities I'm given kind of thing. Yeah, you're, so a mu- you're a much better DJ than you think you are. I appreciate that. I know you do. Thank you. I <laughs> feel like you need to hear that. <laughs> I actually, I just, which again, when this comes out, it'll have been out for a while, but I just put out a mix for the Halloween season and... um the response I've gotten back from people who have listened to it has been really, really cool because I forget like... Most of the mixes like that get that have been put out by me, it's like a while after they've even been done and they've just been sitting for one reason or another. Like the Divine Feminine mix I did for Inner Cosmic Productions, by the time that was released with them, I'd had it done for quite a while. Same thing with my monsoon season guest mix. So people are always hearing my progress like 10 steps behind. Yeah. And I. That's also how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like I Absolutely. Had, I had guillotine done for... Yeah, you had that done for a while. Six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a while. You've teased it for forever. I've played it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, so I just think um, that it's been really cool to be like, oh, hey, yeah, I actually, I'm still progressing, guys. Like, yeah. have this. Um, so, well, and you'll have little moments like that too, where you'll realize I'm a lot further than I think I am. Yeah. It's just like, dude, I get that shit all the fucking time. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure. Well, cause it's hard. I don't know. Because <clears throat> especially if you have like confidence issues that you're trying to work through and like performing for people and like mixing for people and all of that, like it can be kind of intimidating. Oh like, dude, I still get nervous. Yeah. I'm sure. Even last night when I played over at Sequence Sound, which shout out those people. They are lovely. I love all of them. If you guys get a chance, go check them out. That Hennessy rig fucking fucks. Was that down on Salt Lake? Yeah. Word. Word. It's like right across from Provocateur. Okay. Good shit. (laughs) The corner of State Street and 72. (laughs) (laughs) Weekdays (laughs) till 5. (laughs) <laughs> something and close Sundays. Yep. We butchered that. I was like, normally I know that. That's fucking great. I can hear the guy's voice in my head. Literally me. But I can't, the words can't come out of my mouth. 
Saturday till five and close Sundays. Sunday. Yep. Online at shaneco.com. <laughs> Sponsor. <laughs> Kidding. I don't have any sponsors yet. So if you guys know of any companies or anything like that that do want to sponsor the show, which not that, I mean, I don't necessarily need sponsors, but I would absolutely take certain sponsors. I mean, a sponsorship would not be a horrible thing Mm -mm. because it would allow you to have like a little bit of money to like get guests. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um... Because then you could go up to, like, Gilbert Gottfried and be like, come scream at my podcast. Come scream at my podcast, <laughs> word. Yeah, that's true. Which, I have a lot of, like, ideas for future episodes that I um, have kind of, like, built out just, just because. Like, I'm still, I talked about, I, like, teased this a little bit and still haven't finished it or put it out. But, like, the Johnny Gosh story um, that actually ties into quote unquote Pizzagate, which I don't want you guys to think that I 110% believe in some of the Pizzagate stuff, but there's definitely a lot of truth, unfortunately, to that situation. And that's why I wanted to talk about the Johnny Gosh case, because this happened, this little boy, um, was kidnapped broad daylight. There were witnesses, there was a whole thing. And, um, long story short, cause I'm going to go like super in depth with it, but, um, he was connected to Pizzagate essentially. Huh. Um, and it's just, it's a whole rabbit hole. Like when I first started that episode of researching was the same time I was doing the Stacy Stites case as well that I've already put out. So it was just a lot. So that's something that I'm going to be doing. I do know that I'm going to have Claudia back on because we're going to talk about BPD and addiction. Um, And this is a really big one, especially right now, but domestic abuse. Um, And it's sad because I was going to kind of talk about Susan Powell. And now, obviously, I'm I'm still going to talk about her and reference that case but Gabby Petito is like has really put a huge light on emotional and mentally abusive relationships um and has really put a light on what that looks like and it just breaks my heart for her family and fucking fuck Brian Laundrie which stupid last name sorry but (laughs) I just and Out of everything you could have roasted about that man, you picked his last name. I hate everything about him. That's I fair. think he's slimy. I just, I, like, I sat and watched the entire police cam footage. Yeah. And, um, because at first I was kind of like, oh, those cops in Moab probably feel so bad, like all these things. But more has come out that they withheld certain footages. They withheld a lot of other things that showed that Gabby was the one being abused and not Brian, and they still yeah. chose to do what they did. Cops withholding evidence. That doesn't Weird. sound like the police at all. No. Yeah, crazy. Well, and so now they're being investigated, actually. Well, I mean, white people were involved, so that's even crazier. <laughs> huh. I mean, to be fair. <laughs> but, yeah, like, it just... It really, domestic abuse is not handled in the way that it should. There needs to be more training. There needs to be so much more of a greater understanding. Oh, dude, I know women, like, currently that I'm friends with now Mm -hmm. that, like, 
are trying to get no contact orders in place. Mm-hmm. And even just doing that is a fucking hassle. Well, and it's fucked up because it's like, yeah, get a restraining order, get a restraining order. I, I can't tell you how many cases I've heard about that they did end up getting restraining orders. To certain people that are really that gone, that piece of paper doesn't mean anything to them. It doesn't. I had, um, which she wasn't my teacher because I didn't go to the cosmetology side of things, but there was a Cosmo teacher at Avalon when I was going there for aesthetics. And she wrote a book. I wish I could remember her name or the book because I would personally just love to read it. Um, But she ended up having a stalker. It was one of her neighbors because she lived in like, I don't know if it was a condos or apartments or what, but she did everything. She tried everything everything the restraining orders everything and what fucked it for her is um because she kept he would leave gifts for her outside her door she would find him peeping in the window i'm sorry if you guys are hearing weird shit in the background those are my parents dogs it's the ghost <sighs> yeah anyways oh shit um one called <laughs> oh no well, honestly, we can wrap this up here in a second. We could just do a second one. Oh, fuck it. We'll just keep we going. Can. We'll just keep... Honestly, we can. Yeah. I don't care. Call this um, number. Okay. The 407 um, number. So before I call him, I'll finish this up really quick. But basically, her, her landlord or like the leasing office um, made that guy... Like told that guy that he was getting evicted. But he told... Um, they told him that she had complained. And that's why... And so one day he broke into her house while her young son was in the bedroom and he shot her and she almost died. He shot, he shot her in the head too. Like, and she, what's crazy about that story is her little boy after the fact had told her because he was in his bedroom and he heard the screaming and everything and he was about to go out and see what was going on even though he was little and he told his mom that the only reason he didn't is because there was a lady in a bright white light that told him to stay in his room and stay in his bed and she sat with him while all of that was happening and kept him safe oh. and i'm sorry but like that just it's <laughs> it's chilling um but she's doing really well like Damn she survived my episodes are supposed to be light <laughs> Well, here, we'll get we'll get Juan on, and <laughs> maybe it'll be <Fuck>. lighter. <laughs> Do you want me to call him? Yeah. Okay, cool. Give me that.